Hello and welcome back to the FCF podcast. This is our ninth week in the series of community. This week, Mike is speaking on provoking one another. So let's hear what he has to say. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you again. Over the last eight weeks, we've been thinking about how we can relate to one another and about how important it is to stay together as a fellowship, even when we can't physically meet as a church. Today's meditation comes from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, where we read, Let us consider how to provoke one another. This phrase encourages us to be provocative, not the usual type of theme we have come to expect. Being provocative usually carries negative connotations. Yet that's what this text in Hebrews says. The root meaning of provoke is to prod or to poke or to pick at someone. I'm quite sure that as lockdown has continued, even the most loving of couples has felt the strain of being in one another's company all the time. Even the most romantic people can inadvertently provoke one another in a negative way. I myself have learned this lesson uh, clearly. The other day, I tried to train and advise Rose on how to load the dishwasher. Apparently, for some inexplicable reason to me, when I did this, I provoked and irritated her. In Acts chapter 15, we read of a fallout between Barnabas and Paul just before the second missionary journey. Barnabas wanted to take John Mark with them again, but Paul disagreed. Acts chapter 15 verse 39 reads, There arose a sharp disagreement, and so they separated. The Greek rendered sharp disagreement is the same word as our word provoke. Barnabas' suggestion provoked Paul and elicited an angry response. In the end, they agreed to differ and went their separate ways. Of course, they all made up later. So when we read in Hebrews that we are able to that we are to provoke one another, what exactly does that mean? Well, the context of Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 to 25, helps us understand. The passage begins with Jesus and the implications of his death for us as his followers. If you read the verses, look out for the repetition of the word since. Since we have confidence uh, to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, and since we have a great high priest, starting with Jesus is always a good beginning. But then in Hebrews 10, the writer explains in verse 22 that because of what Jesus has done, we should draw near to God. He says, let us draw near to God. As followers of Jesus, we get that. We are familiar with the need to draw near to God. Indeed, one of the things God has been teaching his people during lockdown is the importance of spending quality time in his presence. We have learned the importance of reading and meditating on scripture to help us hear the word and the voice of God. But the writer goes on in verse 23 to a second thing. Because of what Jesus has done, we should also hold fast in hope. The writer writes, let us 
hold fast in hope. Well, as followers of Jesus, we get that too. Holding fast in hope when times are difficult is something we learn at an early stage in our Christian walk. But then the writer goes on in verse 24 uh, to explain a third thing. Because of what Jesus has done, we should consider how to provoke one another to love and good works. And he uses that repetition phrase, let us provoke one another to love and good works. Well, as followers of Jesus, we don't get this point so easily. We belong to a culture that is individualistically focused. So much of our Christian experience relates to the personal relationship we have with Christ. It is indeed personal, private, unique even to each one of us. But the Bible challenges this way of thinking. It's not just about me and my relationship with the Lord. It includes how I relate to others. Yes, we belong to Christ, but we also belong to one another. We are his body here on earth, collectively. We are like living stones built together for his glory. This is why we must provoke one another. We must prod and poke each other to press on together. Now, there are different ways of translating this Greek word provoke. The ESV, for example, renders the phrase, we should stir up one another to love and good works. Sometimes our Christian walk is like a bottle of medicine. All the important stuff settles at the bottom. Have you read the instructions, shake well before use? Sometimes we need to shake, get, sometimes we need a good shake up, a stirring up of the important things to bring them to the forefront of our decisions. You see, loving others and doing good is sometimes inconvenient. It is disturbing and unsettling to get too involved with others. But this is exactly what we need. We need to be stirred up out of our complacency encouraging each other to love and to do good works. The NIV renders the phrase, let us spur one another on. The picture this conjures up for me is spurring a horse into a canter or a gallop, geeing it up to go on with fervour and determination. We need to gee one another up to trot on in loving others and doing good for them. The New Living Translation renders the phrase, let us think of ways to motivate one another to love and good works. It's not enough for us to love and do good works for others ourselves. We have to consider how we can motivate others to do the same. The key concept here is in the word together. As a church, we do life together. We raise our children together. We care for our elderly people together. We look out for each other together and so on. Our meditation today says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to serve the Lord together. That's what loving and doing, uh, that's what loving and doing good means. It means serving together. Church is not a supermarket 
where we go and pick and choose what we want and leave the rest, where we see ourselves as customers, availing of a service others provide. No, church is more like a body, where each part works in harmony with the rest, where we love one another and where we create the environment for everyone to be nurtured, pushed, developed, stretched and comforted. That's what our text means today. So, let us commit to one another and consider how to stir up, spur on, motivate, provoke and generally encourage each other to love and to do good works. And may the Lord bless us. Thank you for joining us on our ninth podcast. Next week is going to be our 10th and final podcast in this community series. So if you haven't listened to the other community podcasts, feel free to go listen to them on whatever platform you're using. Thanks again for joining us.